Welcome back to another episode of Roll of a Lifetime. Before we start and say anything else, I'm going to need for you to go back and listen to all of the other eight episodes. If you not have not already followed the page at relationship underscore talk underscore three, I'm going to need for you to go ahead and do that. Um, yeah, so this week we are on episode nine, and for this episode today, I'm going to be the host, Haley, and then my trusty co-host this week is going to be, go ahead and say your name for the people. Cordell. Yes, so we switched spots for this week. So, Cordell, we are recording in the same room because Cordell popped up at home yesterday surprise surprise yes so yes we're not doing it on zoom and we're not doing it remotely we are together and this episode we are going to be talking about something that some people might know know about and not know about we're going to be talking about love languages so stay tuned all right so there are five different love languages and i found some definitions examples on this i guess it's like a blog but it's called mindbodygreen.com so the first love language is called acts of service and so it just says if your love language is acts of service you value when your partner goes out of their way to make your life easier so for example like Then bring you soup when you're sick or making your coffee in the morning if you're a coffee drinker um you know, picking up your dry cleaner for you when you've had a busy day at work. So the next one we have is quality time. Um, People whose love language is quality time feel the most adored when their partner actively wants to spend time with them and is always down to hang out. They particularly love when active listening, eye contact, and full presence are prioritized hallmarks in the relationship. All right, so the third... Love language is called gift giving. So that pretty much tells you what you need to know. But you feel love when people give you visual symbols of love. As the author of the five love language book says, um, it's not about the monetary value, but the symbolic thought behind the item. People with this style recognize and value the gift giving process, um, the careful reflection the deliberate choosing of the object to represent the relationship and the emotional benefits from receiving the present. So they just like getting gifts. It makes them feel good, basically. Pretty much. But it's, it seems like more of um, they appreciate the gesture. It's not about the, the, the quality the or the monetary value of it. It's just they, the they appreciate the it. thought behind it. Absolutely. Um, so next we have words of affirmation. Uh, People with words of affirmation as a love language value verbal acknowledgement of affection, um, including frequent I love you's, compliments, words of appreciation, verbal encouragement, and often uh, frequent digital communication like texting and social media um, engagements. So so they like to be acknowledged. They like to be um, they like to be they might like. Letters like when you send them letters, yeah. I don't know, just, just seeing on paper things. how you exactly. see they might like long text messages, handwritten notes, just cards. They, basically, you telling them how you feel. Encouragement goes along. Yeah, with them. 
And then the final love language is physical touch. You can already kind of think how that's going to be. Um, people with physical touch as their love language feel loved when they receive physical signs of affection. So, for example, kissing, holding hands, cuddling on the couch, and sex. Physical intimacy and touch can be incredibly affirming and serve as a powerful emotional connector for people with this love language. Now, I know that we said pretty much a mouthful, but those are the different love languages. And so the love languages are based off of a book. That's actually, there's a book called The Five Love Languages. And it's about, I mean, it's by this man named Gary Chapman. So they have, and then they have books, not just for people that are in relationships, but they have books for couples, single people, um, families, and just dealing with work. And they also have one that, that was pretty interesting, I guess, for me and Cordell's situation that I read last year. But it's kind of about five love languages. It's in the military edition. So it kind of shows, like, for people who are away, like, different ways of how... You know they could show their other part, their partner love and things like that. Right. Okay, so we about to put you right to the test right off the bat. Okay. Okay. First question, question number one: Do you know my love language? Yes, I do. Your num- your love language is the first one is definitely physical touch, and then your second top one is. Mm, yeah. Oh, I just had it. Yeah, Quality time. Mm, Is that right? That's correct. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, lucky guess. Mm-hmm. There ain't no lucky guess. I know because I know you. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, let me ask you do you know my love language? And you better get it right. Well, excuse me, miss. I almost forgot mine. First of all, okay, I'm sorry. What's uh, mine? Yes, I do know yours. Yours is words of affirmation. Mm hmm. And acts of service. But it's more like uh, gift receiving. That's what it should be, probably. (laughs) Okay, I ain't gonna lie. I think when I read or when I know all that, I do have a little bit of all of them into me. All All of them and everybody, yeah. Sorry, I keep getting some time. (laughs) But yeah, I do have a little bit of all of them in me. Mm -hmm. But those are like my top two. And you can find out like what your love language is. It's a website, but honestly, you can go on Google and type in love language quiz and it's going to come up. And so, yeah, it gave us our top two and they can change because I know before the last time I took my quiz, my, I don't know, miles were different than what they are now. So it can change from time to time. Good job. You know my love language, right? Because I know you. Oh, I know you too. All right, so why do you, well, why do you think it's important to know your partner's love language? Um, Or do you think it's important to know your partner's love language? Yes, I do think it's very important to know your partner's love language. I think it's important because just like anything else, like just like speaking English and Spanish, (laughs) French, whatever it is, like (laughs) if y'all... You at least need to have an understanding of what their love language is because y'all could be speaking in two completely different love languages, just like most people are. Like most people don't have the same um, love language. So if you're the type that um, likes physical touch, but your your partner didn't grow up like that, like <clears throat> mine didn't, Ooh. 
Um, you know what I'm saying? You you got to. I gotta still ex- love you, but you be wanting to touch too much. Like I just don't have to have all of it. Well, that. no, I'm just saying like I do it to you, but you don't really do that back to me as much. So it it's just like a it's just your love language. Like that's how you show your affection. That's how you speak. Like without saying it. Like this is me loving on you because that's what that's how I grew up. That's what my family, my mom, my grandmas aunties, all that. They did all that stuff. They hugged me. They kissed me. So that's how I communicated my affection to you. So if y'all don't, that's literally like the Tower of Babel. Like when God split up all the different languages out of nowhere, if y'all don't speak the same love language, like that could ruin y'all. You doing one thing, trying to show your love, like, hey, you might be giving me all these gifts. And I'm like, well, I don't need all these gifts. I appreciate it, but I just want you to hold my hand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you don't, it's, it's as important as literally speaking your regular language, English, Spanish, French, because if you don't speak the same love language, you're telling me one thing by doing certain things, and I'm telling you something else by doing certain things, but we're not understanding that we're both trying to express our love to each other. Okay. So why do you think, or do you think it's important um, to know your partner's love language first off? Um, yeah, I think it's important. Okay. And I think it's important to know just because, you know, um, each person feels love in different ways. Cause I, I'm about to piggyback off of what you said, like his is physical touch mm-hmm. and he like meaning not, not like in a bad way of touching, but like for him, he likes to always, Cordell always wants to hold hands or hug all the time or kiss all the time, you know, stuff like that. Now, for me, I'm the type of person, I'm not a real, I love, but I'm not a real physically like affectionate person. I'd be like, oh, I don't need all that. Like, you know, like, you know, and it's not that, but for him, he needs that. And then two, vice versa, like mine is worse of affirmation. And I can always remember when I went to college, mm. And I had a mailbox. <laughs> and I was like, Cordell, I want you to write me a letter. Like, I want you to write me a letter. Why? I talked to you on the phone anyway. And I'm like, but I I don't know. Like, I just like. And I really didn't understand it because I'm like, bro, we talk all day, every day. Why do I need to write you a letter when I could just text you something? Like, I just honestly didn't get that. But to her. That's how she and accepted even, and understood that love. I'm like, it took, yeah, it just made it more. I'm like, it's ain't 1960. Like, I don't have to write you a letter for us know. to talk. But it made it. I don't know. It to me, for me, that's like really special. Like, I like. I remember even asking him. This is gonna sound so childish, but I'm like, Cordell, send me a long message with like your feelings. Like, text me a long message. This was like early, early on. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And I used to be like, what is this like her girly side coming out of nowhere? Like, <laughs> I tell but, you stuff all the time. But it's like, I can hear you telling but it's like, I don't know. I just, it just does something I don't, even, I I don't like to do all that writing. I ain't no good writing. I'll text it. I'll type it, but I ain't trying because to Because like for me, I like to go back and look at things and Oh, stuff yes, like you that. do. So for me, I think it's important because just like what you just said, like you could be speaking two totally different things. Like for me, I don't do all that touching and stuff like that. Like, I ain't, and I don't have to have, I don't know, I just be needing my space, you know? So, but I definitely do think it's important. I give you your could, space, then, shoot. Anyway. Yeah, because y'all could, I don't know, like, everybody shows love or receives love in different ways. So, that's why I think it's important. To piggyback off of something I already mentioned in the last question, 
Um, is it possible for a couple with different love languages to succeed? Yeah. Like, everybody's everybody's not going to have the same thing. You just have to talk to each other. Or I guess you just have to kind of figure it out right. and pay attention to each other and realize, like, if I do this, do they like this? I'm not thinking... I don't think it's that hard. Yeah. Just talk about it. And then if you, when you find out what their love language is or when y'all had a discussion, you just try to do, you know, what they like. It's going to be kind of, I feel like it'd be kind of awkward because I remember like once I learned yours, I think I tried this like while you were deployed. I guess I paid more attention. And so I was like, okay, when he come back home, I'm going to start trying to. I don't it's weird for me because I'm not a touchy person like that. I'd be trying to like hold his hand a little bit. And it'd be so weird, but at the same time, it makes him feel better. But for me, I remember when he was deployed, this was like the first time. He wrote he finally wrote me a letter. And when I tell y'all, it made me like shed a tear. And I was like, he finally under and he said it. You finally understand where I'd be coming from. I don't know, like it just once you talk about it and and figure it out, it makes it it ain't that it makes it easier, and it may I feel like it make y'all grow a little bit closer. So, do you think it's possible for a couple that have different love languages to succeed? I definitely think it's possible because, just like I said in the last question, I think most couples have different love languages um, because everybody's background is different. When you were growing up, you were showed love differently, like. Your family showed you, you know, they treated you differently. You know, I don't know how else to explain it. Like, Yeah, everybody just grew up differently. Exactly. So you're always going to express your love differently. You're going to receive your love differently. Um, so I definitely think it's possible to succeed. You just have to be willing to put that effort in and figure out what their love language is and be willing to um, try to do things to make them feel that love that they like to feel. You know what I mean? And vice versa. Hopefully they make you feel the type of love that you want to feel. It's it's a team effort, literally. So, yes, it's absolutely possible. And then I mentioned it again. It's a quiz that you can take to um, find out your love language. And as time goes on, your love language, just because you get one love language at some point, like, I guess in this period of time, is it can change. Because I know mine has changed a couple of times. So, but, yeah, just communicate. Is it easier to be in a relationship where both members speak the same love language? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that that's kind of easy to answer. I think so. Just because <laughs> you ain't got to put that much thought into it. Right. <laughs> like, you just be like, well, I like this. So they obviously got to like it. But I think that's how, and the crazy part is, I think that's how most people think or whatever like that. Not that's even true. realizing that. That's true. Oh, they got different love languages. Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. Do you think it's easier to be in Russia if both people speak the same language? I mean, it should be easier. Like when you think right off the bat. I mean, if they if they have the same likes that I like, you know, <laughs> like they have both uh, words of affirmation. You know, we both like letters. Uh, yeah, we both like to write letters. We both like to text and all that stuff. Maybe like gift receiving or gift giving might be a little difficult for them because they both sitting around yeah. waiting on a gift <laughs> from the other one. And they like, uh, I ain't got my gift yet. Well, I ain't got mine either. <laughs> but I mean, it should be easier. Like if it's if it's both physical touch, like, you know, both of y'all like to touch each other or 
to hug, to kiss, you know, y'all both going to do it. So it shouldn't be that hard. But I mean, uh, either way, like you should still find a way to make it because y'all are still going to have subtle differences. So yeah. um, you both should still put the effort in to try to figure out the little different things that your partner likes. But if y'all both got the same one, I guess you kind of lucked out. But I don't know how long that would last because, you know, yeah. what they say, like, two similar people don't really get along always that well, you know, but opposites attract. So I don't know. We'll see. All right. So I found this chart about the five love languages and I got it from the same um, website, the Mind Body Green. And it's kind of like a chart that has the different love languages and examples of what you could do. So let's say your partner has words of affirmation as their love language. You could just send them an unexpected note, text, or a card um, and genuinely encourage them often. Yep. That would make them feel really good. Yep. Um, so people with physical touch, I should be the pro at this one. Um, <laughs> hug me, kiss me, hold my hand. <laughs> Show me some uh, physical affection often. You know what I'm saying? Make intimacy a thoughtful priority. Well, I do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. I had to force you into it, but that's okay. Oh. Somebody that's gonna okay. love me. Me, <laughs> you ain't got no choice. Mm-hmm. All right, so for gift giving, um, you could give thoughtful gifts and gestures. Small things matter in a big way. Um, express gratitude when receiving a gift. So, like, let's just say, for example, I don't know, like, I have a thing of where I collect picture frames where I go to different places. So for me. Like if Cordell was out or like you go to another country, he saw a frame, but oh my goodness, I know Haley would love this. That could be like an example of gift giving. Or if you know your partner likes, I don't know, a good old 10 piece from American Deli or something <laughs> from Chick-fil-A. And he'd be like, ooh, I'm about to go take that home for them. Yeah, that they had a rough day today. Let me treat them. Yeah, that's that. So quality time, man, this is my other one. Um, this so, is mine too. No, it's not. I think, but I do. It think used I, to be. It but used I do be. have a piece of this. Um, so, create special moments together. Uh, take walks. Do small things with your partner. Weekend getaways are huge. So I definitely agree with this one. Um, and even more so for me, I don't really have to do a whole lot. Like even what we doing right now, just chilling. Like I'm not big. I don't have to go nowhere anymore. I don't have to do a whole bunch of stuff. Like I really just enjoy being around that person. We just be watching TV all day. Like as long as I'm in that person's presence, like you just just the aura they give. Like I I just enjoy spending time with them. So oh, mm. you do. I do. Ooh. Even though you get on my le- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> cute, cute. And yes, I'm gonna use this for quality time too. And that means when y'all are doing stuff, put your phone down. Like because I know for me. Sometimes when we do stuff, I be, you know, or I want to spend time, I'm like, let's put our phones down or whatever like that. So that's quality time. And then the last one is acts of service. So some ways that you could do this one could be, you know, do chores together or make them breakfast in bed. Um, Go out of your way to help alleviate their workload. So for example, like let's say they cooking in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You could go and be like, hey, what do you need? Or you could just start... I don't know, cooking something else or getting the stuff out or things like that. So those are just those are just a few examples that I saw. You know, if you're kind of like, uh, what does that look like or what does that mean? You can find that right there. 
Um, and so, yeah, this episode was pretty short this week. But do you have any closing thoughts? Um, just communicate. Again, we keep coming <laughs> back to communicating. I would advise everyone to go out and figure out what, uh, what your love language is and then um, advise your partner to take the test, too, so they can figure out what theirs is. Because you might not know what yours is, first off. So once you figure it out and you're like, okay, that makes sense. Tell your partner what it is and try to figure out what theirs are so that you guys understand like, oh, so this is why they always want me to do this. This is why they react this way. You know what I mean? So that way you guys both have a clear understanding of what you need to be doing in your relationship to make them happy and what they need to be doing to make you happy. So communicate. And I agree with that. But yeah. And the thing is too, you might... If you take the quiz, it might show up like it's going to show up all of the different love languages. So you just have you probably have a little bit of all of them in you. But it's just some like that's kind of like this was like really big or you really like this. But, yeah, like kind of like what Cordell said, like just take the time to find out um, what each other's love language is, because I think it will make a difference in, like you just said, it'll put a whole different perspective of, oh, snap, like, that's why, or that's like, if I give them a gift, why they be like, I don't know, they like that so much more, or they always trying to buy me stuff, because that's what they like, so. Right, if you if you speak in Arabic and your partner speaking Chinese, <laughs> like, y'all sitting there looking at each other like, why is he not doing this? Why does he not understand why I want this? Well, why she don't understand that I need her to do this? This is why y'all might be speaking entirely different love languages. So there you have it. Another great episode of Roll of a Lifetime with Cordell. And Haley. Thank you for listening and continuing to uh, tune in each week. Uh, Please tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, Leave comments, concerns. Follow to my Instagram at underscore, or I'm sorry, at relationship underscore talk underscore three. Um, We listen. We love you guys. And we're going to keep doing this. And I thank Haley for leading this episode. I think you did a great job. Thank you. I was so nervous. Don't be nervous. You did your thing, girl. Okay. All right. Bye, you guys. We out. Peace. Learn who you're in a relationship with, living with, married to, and let them learn you. For the betterment of your relationship, do whatever it takes. Have the conversation because in reality, they probably just don't know what you want. Y'all probably spend all day on the phone anyway. Open communication is the key.